Welcome to Public Health Cares, a podcast produced by Public Health, Dayton, and Montgomery County, and dedicated to keeping all of Montgomery County, Ohio, a healthy, safe, and thriving community. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Public Health Cares. I'm your host, Dan Suffoletto, Public Information Manager, and today we will hear from Brian Lemons. Brian is a registered environmental health specialist here at Public Health, and we are going to be discussing the Body Art Program. Brian, thanks for joining us. Hey, not a problem. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, I guess we should start first things first. When we say body art, what, what type of things are we talking about? Uh, so body art for the sense that we're concerned is any facility um, or artists that offer any type of tattooing, uh, piercings, any uh, or permanent cosmetics, such as microblading for eyebrows or any permanent lash enhancements uh, for eyelashes. Okay, so that's quite a quite a few things here. And then for the people who are doing the inspections, what, what type of training is involved in that? Um, so in order to do it in the state of Ohio, um, you have to have your uh, registered environmental health specialist uh, licensing, which is a four-year degree in an approved science, um, such as uh, myself, I got public, he- I'm sorry, public health. Um, and then, um, and it's any type of experience in body art definitely helps, but, um, if not, I mean, we're trained in all that. So, um, now you're overseeing the program. Are you the only one doing the inspections? Uh, so I am currently the full-time inspector on the body art program. I do have two other inspectors who help out if I'm not able to, uh, if I'm not available. And um, of course, we're talking about inspections, so that's a that's a good thing. People may ask, well, why do we need to be inspected? Well, the first thing is people need to be licensed to do this, and that's a very important thing we want to make sure we point out through throughout this process is that licensing is required. And when we talk about licenses, first thing is how many about how many licenses are there? Uh, so we currently have um, roughly 118 to 120 licenses here in Montgomery County. And that can be a license for either uh, an establishment, a person, or both? Explain explain that to us. Uh, correct. So when we issue a license, we can do one of two ways. We can license a facility such as a tattoo studio, um, or uh, for the permanent cosmetics, we can issue a license to a salon. Once that license has been issued, the owner of the establishment can, they can bring people in, allow them to operate under that license. Or they can go the route where they allow someone to come in and work for them, but they treat them as an independent contractor. um, And that person would then also need to obtain a license uh, through us. And since we're talking about licensing, is there any circumstance where people can be licensed out of their home? We hear people trying to do this out of their home. Absolutely not. If someone's doing these things from their home, we do not advise you uh, go to them for that service. These these all have to be done in licensed facilities, and a home will never be a licensed facility. And and that's a, a big red flag there. So if someone's offering that service on on Facebook or social media, or you know someone, they say, "Hey, come over to my house." Do not do that because that place has not been licensed and inspected. And we, we're the reason why we're inspecting is for safety. So let's go ahead and get into that and talk about when we go out and inspect these things. What are some of the things we're looking for in terms of safety? Uh, So the biggest thing when we go out and do our inspections, we want to make sure, first and foremost, we walk in the door, the facility should be clean. If it's not a clean facility, um, we would treat it just like any medical procedure. If you go in and, you know, 
there's there's stains, there's um, you know debris, clutter all over the place. That's that's a big red flag. We want to make sure that any place that you're going to be doing um, any type of body art services has to be clean, has to be well lit. We want to make sure that the artist can see exactly what they're doing in there. Um, we don't want to have any carpet or you know rugs, any drapes, things like that, because you know when we're doing any type of again body art. There's going to be blood, and we want to make sure that that area should be, you know, a, a sterile environment. Outside of that, we want to make sure that the individuals who are performing those that are performing those services, they they want to. We want to make sure they're trained. Uh, bloodborne pathogen training is a requirement for the state of Ohio, so any artist who's performing needs to um, have a bloodborne pathogen training, and that's going to be something they have to renew every year. So once they get that. They have it on file in the facility, and then they've sent those to me as well. I can keep up on them now. We'll go out, and maybe they've got someone who you know just started. Well, if they're there and they're performing those services, we want to make sure that we've got that uh, at minimum bloodborne pathogen training available uh, for anybody who's performing those services. And, and that training is very important because it covers things like diseases and what diseases can spread. Tell us about some of that situation there. Uh, so, yeah, our biggest concern and the reason that we license these facilities is there is a risk on any time that you're you know, injecting something into the skin that you could transfer any number of diseases, HIV being the one that everybody thinks about. Um, you know, there's hepatitis. There are you know, any number of different type of staph infections. If the um, if the procedure area is not properly cleaned, um you know, we have received complaints about, you know, someone goes and gets a tattoo and two or three days later they develop, a, you know, an infection. Um, we want to prevent that. And that is the the sole basis for why we regulate these programs is because, you, you know, you're injecting something into somebody's skin and we want to limit any type of infection. Right. And it is a procedure, can be dangerous if it's not done correctly. And we're Absolutely. out there not only to inspect and to help ensure, but also to educate as well to make sure people who are doing the procedure understand. And then part of the education here is to educate the public about some of the things, if you're going to get those procedures, some of the things to be aware of. And probably top of the list is do not be reusing the needles. So if you're going to a place whether it's licensed or not, or, you know, hopefully not in someone's home. If you see that happening, get out of there. Do not do that. Give us a call and, you know, we'll look mm -hmm. into it. <laughs> so everything, that anytime you go and do a procedure, specifically with tattooing, everything is a single use. Um, all all articles, like I said, the the needles specifically are all single use. You should never go to somebody if you, if you know, if you're not sure, ask them to ask them to replace the needle in front of you just to give yourself some peace of mind. Um we never want anyone to reuse any needles. So yeah, that's that's a big thing is make and, sure you have that peace of mind. We do have all of our inspection reports online. Is that correct? Correct. They can all be obtained through um, inspections.phdmc.org. You can search by the facility's name, facility's address. Um, if you're not quite sure, you can always just do a keyword search, you know, such as tattoo or um uh microblading, things like that, and right. get your If they have a question, way. they could just call us, too, if they can't find oh, it. absolutely. 937-225-4460 uh, is our general number. You can call and ask if you're just curious if a place is licensed, um, or if you have more in-depth uh, questions, they can uh, send you to myself or one of our supervisors, and 
we can get you the information you're looking for. And, and while we're at it, we may want to mention as well that when we talk about inspections, it's not just the body art that's available online there. It's restaurants, it's pools, campsites, Absolutely. everything that we inspect, there's a report. And that's publicly available on the website. So if you have any questions about what happened at a facility, you can go ahead and, and look at that. Of course, those are point-in-time reports mm-hmm. as we observe them, as we're there. Obviously, we can't be in every single place at every <laughs> single time. You just mentioned there's over a 1,000 uh, places, You know, not to mention how many restaurants and pools. I think there's over 600 pools. So it's oh, yeah. quite, it's quite a, a daunting task, but they are available there. And should you have any questions, you can give us a call. Uh, also, one thing I might want to point out, that I know is true in restaurants, and I'm assuming it's true here too. Sometimes those businesses will go by a corporate name. So you might be saying, oh, is this place registered? And I I know it's over on, I'm just going to make this up, but let's say Brown Street, but I can't remember the name. And then you're trying to look it up, but it might be registered under something like ABC Corporation, but the name on the door is Magnificent Tattoos or something like that. Correct. So yeah, we get a lot you. of we get a lot of DBAs or doing business as. Um, that's where that keyword search comes up. That's really handy. And again, if they can't find it, they can always give us a call. Um, we're working to try to clean that up for people online and make sure that when they search, they're fi- that you know, when they search for Magnificent Tattoo, for example, it shows up <laughs> immediately instead of that shell corporation that they're under. So we are working to clean that program up a little bit. Right. So, but anyway, the point is you can call us, we'll help you find it. Also, we can do it by the address as well. If we can, if it, if it's a physical location, like for the restaurants, we have those addresses. So is there anything else we want to remind people about uh, safety and tattooing? Um, Let me ask you this before I go to that. As an inspector, when you go out, like what are some of the common things you see that are a problem? Like a recurring thing that you might say, you know, we need to clean that up. So there's no one thing that, you know, comes up routinely. Um, One of the things we look at, we want to make sure that the ink that they're using has not expired. So just like everything that you can go out and purchase in a store, these inks have shelf life to them. And, you know, when the manufacturer says it's good until a specific date, that means it's good until a specific date. You know, some of these inks have, you know, heavy metals in them. And we want to make sure that, you know, those are safe. Um, but like I said, the, the biggest thing and the biggest red flag for anybody should be, you know, when you walk in, if it's not a clean facility, I can't tell you not to go there because, you know, you might really like a specific artist style or, you know, they, they do this one really good piece. Um, that's subjective to everybody, but making sure that again, if you walk into the facility's not clean, if you see there, you know, the people are in there, they're working and they're eating or drinking while tattooing, that's a big red flag. Um, you know, our, our properly trained and licensed people don't do that. Everything should be off in a designated area. Um, again, if you have questions and you're, you know, you're not sure, uh, I did, maybe the needle is good. Maybe it's not just say, Hey, I'd feel better if I saw you, you know, throw out that old needle or, you know, stop and wash your hands before you, you know, just jump into the next procedure. So, um, all right. So that's some very good information, and uh, we want to thank Brian Brian for joining us here today. If you have any questions about anything about body art or public health in general, you can always visit our website at phdmc.org. Also, you can call us during business hours at 937-225-5700. We can direct you wherever you need to go. 
this has been Public Health Cares, and I've been your host, Dan Suffoletto, Public Information Manager here at Public Health Data in Montgomery County. And we want to thank Brian Lemons, Registered Environmental Health Specialist, for joining us today. Until next time, stay healthy, Montgomery County. You have been listening to Public Health Cares, a podcast produced by Public Health Dayton and Montgomery County. We invite you to subscribe so you do not miss any upcoming episodes. For more information about Public Health Dayton and Montgomery County, we encourage you to visit our website at phdmc.org and be sure to follow us on social media at Public Health DMC.